Today's Mesila Isharim was dedicated <coughs> of Yoshua ben Nirit. Bezat Hashem, we should have a Rafur Shalem of the Korov Mamish in the Zechut of the Torah, in the Zechut of the Tzedakah. Okay, so now we're up to a big topic. Very, very big and very fundamental, and unfortunately not well known and not well practiced. But very, very fundamental, and it's called Simcha Ba'avidas Hashem. That when we serve Hashem, <clears throat> during our service, we have to be very, very happy during the service. Now this, for many people, is a Chiddush, because when they picture in their mind uh, a big Oyved Hashem, someone who really is what we call Chorid al someone who has... Yerushalayim, and he serves Hashem. Usually, the picture that we have in our mind is somebody that looks very, very um, not besimcha, right? But this is the furthest thing from the truth. Rabbi Rucham was there a bigger Oved Hashem than Rabbi Rucham? Was there a more serious man than Rabbi Rucham? Absolutely not. And Rabbi Rucham said about himself. He said in Yiddish, he said, "I'm a tzefrid in a mensch." I don't know the exact way to explain Safrid in English, but basically, very happy, very comfortable, very meushar person. That means that an Oivet Hashem of the highest caliber, the highest degree, is not a contradiction to one who's living life with Simcha, She'en Kamayu. Okay? Now, I'm going to tell you something, a Hagdorah, and what it means to serve Hashem B'Simcha. And then we'll learn the Pratim of the Sugya. Something also very not known of what does it mean to serve Hashem with Simcha. People think that the only way to have Simcha and satisfaction in Avodah Hashem is based on accomplishments. If I finish a Masechta, if I finish Shas, if I do something, if I accomplish something, so I feel good about the fact that I accomplished. And that's a big mistake because... Simcha ba'avoydus Hashem doesn't mean what comes out at the end. Simcha ba'avoydus Hashem means the actual avoida has to be b'simcha. The process. Nothing to do with accomplishments. I'm sure it feels good to accomplish something, but that's not the mitzvah of ivdu as Hashem b'simcha. Okay? So I'm going to tell you the hagdara. Josh, you know what hagdara means? The definition. Of Simcha, Ba'avoydus Hashem, according to what Rabbi Yisrael Salanter says in Mikhtav Lamed. Actually, Lamed is not a Mikhtav, it's actually a Mimer. Meaning, most of the Sefer of Or Yisrael was private letters to Talmidim, and later, uh, Rabbi Itzel Petterberger, who was a student of Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, decided to put it into a Sefer. That's why it's a very complex safer, because it wasn't written to print. It was written as private letters to people who understood what he's trying to say. But there are a few exceptions in this safer that was written by Rabbi Sosalan to penned by him for the Tamide Chachomim and the Lomdim in Lithuania. So it was written by him. One of those is Mechtav Lamed, that's why in many of the Svarim that print Rabbi Sosalante, they call it Maimar Lamed. 
because it wasn't really a michtav, it was a mimer. And over there he says something fascinating, and I think we're going to have to build around it. But he basically explains that simchon avodas Hashem means that you are serving Hashem with your koiches hanefesh. Okay, you got that, Agdor? You're serving Hashem with your koiches hanefesh. Meaning you're serving Hashem with what we call your yetzer horo. Now that's a very interesting term. It says in Krishma that you have to serve Hashem b'shnei yitzrecha. B'yetzer toiv or b'yetzer hara. Yetzer hara, how do you serve Hashem with yetzer horo? Yetzer means your natural tendencies. Your natural koiches hanefesh. The reason why it's called yetzer horo is because naturally your taiva and all those other things will lead you to do bad things if left alone, as they are given to you. But really, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to use these passions, and these yitzarim, and these midas, and these koichas hanefesh, you're supposed to channel them, and develop them into good uses as Caleb to do good things. That's what's called that you serve Hashem with your Yetzer Horo. So a person who serves Hashem with his Yetzer means he takes all the passions of his body and all his Kaychas HaNefesh and he elevates them to the higher purpose and he uses them the right way. That's a person who's serving Hashem B'Simcha as opposed to if you're koiches nefesh and you're betzoyness and your desires is to do the opposite of avodas Hashem, and your seichel and your mind is not allowing you to fall, it's forcing you to behave. So one is you're doing willingly, and one you're doing forced, you're being forced to behave. Got it? So simcha could only come when you're serving Hashem with your body. And the tendencies of your body as well. That's called simcha. For firstly, number one is because you can only call something simcha when there's no inner conflict. You can't be besimcha if you have an inner conflict. If there's a piece of you that doesn't want to do what you're doing and you're forcing yourself to do it, then you can't call that simcha. It's not simcha. Secondly, your body is the seat of your emotions and your feelings and your passions and your excitement and your all that is wired into your body. Once I call the Shmorchu put you in a shaman to a goof, so all the feelings are derecha goof, correct? So if you want to feel the Avaidas Hashem and do it with your passions, it has to fit with your body. So that's the Taich of Simcha, which is a Chiddush, and nobody knows this unless they learn Rabbi Shol Salanter, but Rabbi Ruchams, and other Marmakimas that say this fascinating site. So we're going to have to expound on it and teach it to you in the protim of exactly how that's going to look. It's what's going to make Avodah Hashem very personal, even though in general we share the same Shulchan Aruch, and in general we do the same thing. But being that, in order to serve Hashem B'Simcha, which is a chiyuv, in the Torah it doesn't say it open as a chiyuv. In the Torah it says that the reason why you got punished is tachas Hashem lo'evarit Hashem alekecha B'Simcha. Right? And David HaMelech speaks it out openly. Ivdu as Hashem B'Simcha, boyu lefona b'nona, right? But being that Simcha is such a unbelievable part, shleimus ha'avoyidah, 
and Simcha only comes according to what Rabbi Shaul Salanta says, using your personal Yetzar, which is your Kachas HaNefesh, that's what makes Avedis Hashem personal and not generic. So we're going to have to work on this big, massive sugya, okay? But for starters, let's read a paragraph from Mesil Sesharim, and then we're going to start to open up the sugya with Biyasa Oymek, or Biyasa Havona. Okay, you got that? Somech, you ready? You ready for the big ride? Huh? Change your life forever if you get this. Okay. So we're up to the paragraph that begins, Hasheni Hua Simcha. Son, open the book. Hasheni Hua Simcha. We are in chapter 19. Perak Yutes. Somewhere in the middle of this long parak. And it begins with Hasheni Hua Simcha. Who has the page number? Kuf Chof Tes. And your book, Kuf Chof Tes. Hasheni Hua Simcha. The second branch of Avas Hashem is Simcha. And it is a tremendous fundamental principle in Avedis Hashem. Just to mention what Abdon Segel says over here. People don't know this. Got it? Now, he said, people think that Simcha is a Milo. Says Rabdon, Aliba de Emes, Ha Simcha, Huloi Rak Milo, Le Iker, Godl, Bavoides Hashem. Okay? So let's see. Vuhuma she David, Mazhir Vaoimer. Pay attention to the terminology that Masil Zisharim uses. He says, Mazhir. Mazhir is like a chiyuv. He warns you. So it's a chiyuv. It's not just stam. Um, a nice thing, a good thing, a, a level, a high level. He's mazir ve'oyme ivdu as Hashem b'simcha. Serve Hashem b'simcha. Boyu lefonav go before him b'rnona with song. Ve'oyme, the Apostle says, v'tzadikim yismichu v'yaltzu lefnei lakim v'yasisu b'simcha. So the Lashon, again, pay attention to the terminology of the Apostle, v'tzadikim. It's not shaykh to be a sameach and avoid a Hashem, unless you're a tzaddik, which I'll explain to you as we go, how, because the feelings of simcha is going to come from a certain mindset, and a certain understanding, and that's going to be the mindset of a tzaddik. Now, if you remember, on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we said, V'chein tzaddikim yiru v'yismochu, v'yishorim ya'aloizu, v'chassidim berino yogilu. So you see, according to your level, Tzaddik, Chosid, Yisharim, whatever your level in Avayi Hashem is intensifies your level of happiness. So you see that happiness is not an independent thing to your Madriga and Avayda, which is also something we're going to learn more and more and understand it better. Okay? Right now we're just getting the Tzuras Hashmaitze. You know what Tzuras Hashmaitze means? The general picture of the Surya. Good? And our rabbis of blessed memory taught us, which is the purpose of life, is to bring to the world, which I also have to define to you. I'm saying a lot of code words, 
But to have Ashras Hashkin in this world, which is a level of connection with Hashem, we'll call it for now, is only if the avoider that you're doing is b'semcha. Okay? So, this is what the Arizal testified about himself, that the reason why he reached what he reached, which was way more than the average human being, was only because he did avoidus Hashem b'semcha. Yeah? So you see, that we could also be great. We could also have tremendous Siyat and Shmai, which comes with Ashra Sashrina, if we only learned how to be Ivdu as Hashem Besemcha. Got it? This is a, a science, it's a reality. HaKadosh Baruch Hussein, a Tenai, in the Bria, he created this condition, that if you serve Hashem Besemcha, then you will be Zoychet Ashra Sashrina. So, you could be, and if you Zoychet Ashra Sashrina means your connection with Hashem is massive, and if your connection with Hashem is massive, you become a massive person. Got it? Now, while Apostle Shazachanu Lamalev does Hashem besimcha over by Medrash Omar Abayevu, Keshetia Oimel Lispal Yelibach Osamech Olech Oshatim Lispal Elohim Shenki Yotzim. Right? It says if you ask Hashem besimcha, what's called avoidah, Meir? Ezu avoidah, avoidah shebelevus tefilo. If you ask Hashem b'simcha means when you dive in, not the way you walk around shul and you see people need chiyas amesim. They need resuscitation. They need Hatzol to put a mask on them and pump some oxygen in the blood. No. When you dive in before Hashem, you have to dive in b'simcha. Your heart has to be full with happiness. She'en ki yoitzeboy, that there's no one like him. Yizoy si asim ha'amitis, because this is true happiness. She'en liboy shel odom, his heart, alez al shu zoyche lavoy dufnei adon yizborach, she'en kamayu, that he has the opportunity to serve Hashem, and there's nobody like Hashem. The last thing, but to yirosu, the mitzvah is Hashem, amiti. And he has the opportunity to reach perfection through Torah Mitzvahs, which gives him eternal life and eternal pleasure and happiness. Okay? So let's just stop a second. So what he's saying is like this. He's saying like this, Avort. Again, like I was Mazbit to you before. You have to go always back to the Hagdara I gave you. That's the, that's gonna be the measuring stick, how to learn the, that's gonna be the guide, how to learn the Basil Sashom, okay? So I told you from Basil Salanter, that, Simcha means, that you're serving Hashem, with your Kochota Nefesh. That means you're not forcing yourself to serve it. That means even your body, and your passions, and your desires, all wanna serve Hashem. You're serving Hashem, we'll say it in these terms. So, when we bring it down to real American terms, we can understand it better. You're serving Hashem with your personality. It's very important to serve Hashem with your personality, and all of your body is involved. So when we talk simcha, we're talking about the language of the body. We're not talking about your seichel. Because your seichel is very much like a controller. 
It'll, it'll control you from running after your desires. It'll force you to behave. But that's not going to be simcha. Simcha's got to be with the body, with the kachas hanefesh, okay? So he says you have to daven besimcha, right? So I'm just going to show you something that's like very interesting to bring out this lumdus. He quotes over here from the Sefer Hasidim. Rabdan Segel quotes from the Sefer Hasidim. Listen to this very interesting thing. And then he says like this. Think about a nice nigan that you like. Find an inspiring tune. Right? Right? If you're up to a part of your prayer, which is asking Hashem for something, find the right tune that inspires the emotion and the feeling of asking Hashem for something. When you're up to a part of the davening that's praising Hashem, find the tune that wakens up your your emotions for that. He brings over here that he Rabdan Segel was once davening in the Mir Yeshiva together with Rab Shmuel Bernbaum. You know Rab Shmuel Bernbaum, right? Now he says like this. They put him right next to the Rosh Yeshiva. So he's davening and he's within earshot of Shmuel Birnbaum. Okay? The Samti Lev, and I put my mind to notice, Ki es kol atvilo yimispal imnigu noim. Told davening, he was davening with a song, with a tune. Right? Baschol hachashavti, in the beginning I thought, Shu'ulai rakas psuke de zimra. Maybe only psuke de zimra, which is singing praise to Hashem, maybe that. Right? That's mamish like the Sefer Hasidim. Even Shmona Esra, when you're asking your Tzrochim, right? Also that he prayed with a nigan. So what do you see from here? We see that if there is Hashem B'Simcha, is a body thing. And the tune that inspires you is not the tune that inspires me. Everybody has to find what to them is inspirational. As uh, the way we daven, as we daven so fast, you can't even think about being inspired. You understand? People daven, mamish, it's like such a chil Hashem, the way people daven, they daven like ki'ilu, since the halacha is you can't eat breakfast until you daven. So ba'etzim, I want to eat breakfast. But I never has to daven first, otherwise I'm not allowed to eat. So therefore, I have to get over the davening so I can eat with a gishmak, I can eat a gishmak at breakfast. You follow? So davening only became like something you have to do to get out of the way to get to breakfast. Or, I have to get to work. You're not allowed to work before you daven. Zavir. Davening has to come first. So I have to get davening out of the way as a echatimsa to get to work. As a echatimsa to get to work, as a echatimsa to get to breakfast. 
And over here we're learning that no, no, no. Davening has to be v'simcha. V'simcha means you have to sing a nigrun and you have to let it touch your heart. It means the words have to reach your heart. So people think that davening b'kavona means taking a book that has a translation and you know what the words mean. That's not tefillah. Because HaKadosh Baruch already knows what the words mean. He doesn't need you. He can read the same books that you can read. If some people think that they have to have five sidurim with different pirushim, pirush amilim. And Hashem doesn't need your pirush amilim. Hashem knows the pirush amilim without you. Why don't, instead of davening, why don't you just bring your books to Hashem and say, please, Fadal, read the books. HaKadosh Baruch wants you. He wants you. So now you have to connect with the words. And if you connect with the words, and then you feel it, that's you. That's what he needs. That's the only thing you can bring. You have to bring you. The Chiddush over here, the Seva Chassidim is saying, this is, this is from the Rishonim, this is not Stav. Seva Chassidim is saying is, the way a human being is, if he has to bring the words to touch his heart, he has to use the method of Nigun in the middle. You follow? The problem is when we go to davening, only the hazan makes a nigun. So then you get nervous. You know why? Because only he's getting inspired. And he's taking his time and I gotta pray. You have to make your own nigun. You follow? You have to daven with slavas. Sometimes we have a part that everybody sings together so it's uh But the parts that not everybody's singing together and only the Hazan over there is doing all his kinetics and his uh, hajaz and his ajam and all his zachin over there. And you're sitting back then saying, okay, and now I gotta pray. Right? So, Bishalema, if you're Fariwa and you appreciate all the kinetics from uh, Mustaki, I So, at least it's a learning experience, you know. You can learn the ma'am of Bissel Bessa. Bissel Bessa is a Vashdena ma'am. Can't say this in Yiddish. <laughs> Can understand the the omek, the amkis in the in the nigunim. But if you're a regular guy, you want to pray. So if you want to pray, you have to pray like this. Now, even though it's a chiddush, because even though the ikar simcha has to come from the fact that you have the opportunity to communicate with Hashem, and you have the opportunity to serve Hashem. And you have all these different kind of calculations. Still, since the point, the point in Avoida is to connect with all of your reality, and that's going to need your heart, because your heart is going to is the center point of your body, which will control all your emotions. So, therefore, in order to do that, you have to also use kalim, kalim like zimra. You see in the Beis HaMikdash, they used uh, uh, instruments and singing. You see these are kalim, that a person is to use them. I was zoichet to see a person that, you don't really see this in today's generation, people that really connect, you know. So one of my Rebbe's, Epsim Chushustel, Zechat Tzadik, Mikolosh he used to connect in Avoidah, like you can't imagine. And he used to use Zimra and Shiraz with the Shbochos. The minute he started a niggin, 
let's say on Shabbat, when he sat at his table, and he would sing a holy song, a holy nigger, right? Right away, you saw he was in a different world. He went to another world. Because he was already connected. Follow? When he davened, he went to another world. If he was a Baltfila, he went to another world. Right? These were people that were able to do that. We have to practice that. Okay? So that's what he says. We're going to go through the slow. Right now we're just doing the overview of the, of the subject. Pull me after you and I will run. The more a person has understanding in the greatness of Hashem, the more some boy. Okay? So now, the thing is like this. People want to have Simcha and Avoidah, but they're not interested in doing Avoidah. They're not interested in learning more about Hashem. And they're not Tzadikim. Remember, we made a dig. Chen Tzadikim Yeruvi Yismachu. Okay? So they just want to have Simcha because they want excitement. And they want to have action. So now it became, that Simcha and Avoidah became, you have to come with a guitar. So again, I just want to mazbe. Avada, we just sang that, said that you have to sing. You follow? That's a keli. But when the keli becomes the only thing, then you miss the boat. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When having a gishmaka halal, or a shchaitish davening is only because there's a guitar, and only because there is, uh, you know, this singing thing, that's the only thing, then it's a problem. Because then it's only superficial. Hagam was saying that there's an Indian of singing and nigun and all that kind of stuff to enhance. But it's not the, it's not the main thing. The main thing is to realize what you're saying. And that the words should be inspiring to you because it's talking about Hashem. And you're getting close to Hashem. And you are serving Hashem. Sometimes you see people singing Nagunim, Hartzigin Nagunim, wow! And then you ask them, what does the words mean? And they have no idea. No clue. You know, sometimes they send around these funny videos, these Bochum, you have to watch them, they're always doing these crazy things, they have to be, uh, protect them. So they have like a, a picture of an Abid singing one of these songs with the Gantze, with the Gantze, you ever saw one of those? Right? They saw one of those. Okay? And Abid, you know, he works in a Hasidic Yeshiva, he's a janitor, and he always hears them singing, and he gets into the nigan, and the guy's singing Mabish with his lavas. So sometimes Yeshiva Bokha is like an Abid. <laughs> they sing exactly like the Abid. They don't know what it's saying. They don't know what it means. So now they're singing like an Abid. So that's not, that's taking the tuffle and making it the Iker. You have to have the Iker is the Iker. Then we use the keli, okay? So we're going to go deep into the subject. I'm not sure how, I want to spend a lot of time on it. We'll see if the oilam has the ability to get this sugya mamish be'iyun godl. But the first step that we said today, as far as hagdor is concerned, is 
that serving Hashem B'Simcha means you have to serve Him with your body, with your emotions, with your koiches hanefesh. And this is what Chazal mean. And when Chazal said you have to serve Hashem B'Shnei Yitzrecha, with Yitzel HaTov and Yitzel HaRa. Yitzel means your body. Even though your body is not Ra Be'etzim, but since your body, if it's left alone to behave according to its natural state, it's going to go to Ra. That's why it's called Yetzar. But your job is to elevate your body, not to fight your body, to elevate it. Now, obviously, at certain points, you have to fight it so you don't let it go the other way. But the ultimate goal is to serve Hashem with your Yetzar. When you serve Hashem with your Yetzar, that's called Simcha. And that's the way Rabbi Sosalanta touches the Gemara, which we're going to. Smach Bocha Secho. Right? So the Pasuk says... Uh, when you're young, you should serve Hashem with, uh, it, it doesn't say before you serve Hashem. It says, run wild and free, have a great time. And the Gemara says, simply you learn the Gemara is that the Yetzirah is telling you to do bad things. Rabbi Sosalant doesn't learn the Gemara that way. means this is the way to serve Hashem with the Yetzirah, which we'll go back into that. Hopefully we'll have a chance to learn the Maimur and get all the Amkis, Rabbi Sosalant. Ezra, you back in? Okay. Stop over here.